Who here has taken a journey into the wilderness before? And I don't mean, you know, like when I walk down the, the country roads here on my walks. I mean the actual wilderness won't see anyone for a couple of days or longer. Anyone? You have? Was that by choice or did Marsha make you? Ah, gotcha. Well, we're going to take a journey into the wilderness, and we're doing this because we've, we've begun already. On Sunday, if you weren't here, we covered the transfiguration, which is the scene in the Gospel of Matthew. It's, it's in the Gospel of Mark and Luke as well, where Jesus takes Peter, James, and John to the top of a mountain, and we see Jesus illuminate. His face shines like the sun, and Elijah and Moses are there with him. The the cloud of light surrounds the mountain, the glory of God, and speaks and, and calls Jesus a son of God. You are my son, my beloved, with whom I'm well pleased. The disciples fall on the ground in fear, as I would too, and Jesus walks and touches them and says, do not be afraid. And then they begin the trip down the mountain. And we talked on Sunday how the transfiguration and the crucifixion mirror each other. The details, who's there, what is said, they're direct copies, except like a mirror, they're opposite. Where the cross is shame, the transfiguration is glory, and they're meant to be seen together. And so we're journeying over the next several Sundays from the transfiguration to the cross, keeping both in our minds at all times, every step of the way. The journey into the wilderness will be for us, just like Jesus journeyed into the wilderness. Now, people from all over the world, like John, seek to journey into the wilderness. They go on famous trails to hike. Uh, they'll go weeks with nothing but what they carry with them. Some people think that's fun. I don't know. Uh, I wonder, why do they go? What are they looking for? To go out and, and face nothing but themselves and nature. I think before they can seek those answers, before they can even engage the trail, they must prepare for the journey. If they find themselves unprepared, they're doomed before they ever begin. And that happens to folks, doesn't it? Time and careful attention will ensure a successful journey into the wilderness. We embark tonight on a journey. We follow Jesus down that mountain and to the hill in Jerusalem. But before we begin, we must prepare. So we're going to look to Scripture and silence. And while that sounds easy enough, have you sat in silence for a few minutes with nothing to have your attention? While I would love to take you all into the wilderness, a beautiful trail, maybe the Inca Trail in Peru or the Appalachian Trail from Georgia to Maine, the Trail of Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, Africa, or the Camino de Santiago in Spain. I'd love to do that. You, would you want to go? We're not going to do that. But we will take a journey within this Lenten season. And we're going to journey inward. And when we journey inward, we will find that we will journey onward with the Spirit. It sounds strange, and it is. It's mysterious is the word we use. The Spirit of God will enter you and transform you. God will create in you a clean heart and renew a right spirit within. 
It's a promise, and it's because of Jesus that we have this promise, that we can prepare. Over the next several weeks, we will spend time inwardly with long periods of silence. When we are silent, quiet, and still, God speaks. You can find many stories in Scripture to support that, and we'll talk later. We find ourselves in the silence wrestling with the spirit within. Too often the distractions of this world, and there are many, they drown out the work of the Holy Spirit. But your fasting this season, if you choose to embrace Lent in that way, to fast, it will be a key piece of equipment to take on to the journey with you. It will ensure some success. And when you are tempted to break that fast, and how many have been tempted already, Sit in silence and consider where the Spirit might be leading you within. For tonight, as we take a step into this silence, which it's awkward. We we haven't done this in our worship service before, and it's going to feel awkward. Maybe not for the first minute, but maybe the second or the fourth or the sixth. Yeah, we're going to get silent. So for tonight, just endure the silence. We won't go any further than that. I'll have a scripture passage that will be written at the bottom of the screen, and there are Bibles around you, or there should be, and uh, you can flip open and read the passage again in the different translation in the pew. Um, Or if you brought your Bible, pull it out. You can sit in silence, you can pray, you can close your eyes, but try to listen for the Spirit within. Listen for what it is that engages you in the silence. Are you ready? 